Welcome to All Things IDD, hosted by the ARC of Wichita County. This podcast is a place where we share resources for those with intellectual and developmental disabilities and their families, raise awareness, as well as create space for stories by and about those with disabilities. Today's episode is a conversation with some of my coworkers. We talk about our day hub program, The Hero House. Okay, welcome to the All Things IDD podcast. And today I have with me a couple of fellow staff members of the ARC. If y'all could just introduce yourselves. Yes, so my name is Esty. I'm the current DayHab supervisor. And I'm Christy. I'm the director of programs at the ARC. And how long have both of y'all been with the ARC? Make you think on the spot. 16 years. I never know. (laughs) I always have to go and ask Christy. I think it's... Seven? I think it's seven. Seven years? Yeah, you and I actually worked in childcare together years ago. And yeah, Christy, you were there at that point with both of us. And then I left and came back. You left, came back. Christy's been there through and through all of these years. So um, now we started the day hab, the Hero House. What was it? 2016, I think. September of 2016. Um and maybe we should start for our listeners, too, because not everybody knows what a day hab is. Christy, do you mind just kind of explaining what is the purpose of a day hab? So the day hab is where our members would come during the day to learn skills, life skills or job skills to get them out in the community, whether it's through employment or volunteering or just giving them activities to do each day to get them out of their homes and Um, involved in other things that they can do yeah and we're not the only day hab in town like we um so in 2016 is when we opened ours before that we had members that would come to the arc for social activities and our self-advocacy group but they would go to other day habs if they went to any yeah so there's several other day habs in town um most of them are connected to an a agency or a provider some of them are not some of them are private day hubs um but we're we're one of the private day hubs and one of the gaps that we saw I think that really pushed us to open was that um those that aren't on a Medicaid waiver plan um that couldn't a- afford to go to a day hub or weren't a part of a plan we accept private pay right and I think that we are the only day hub provider in town that does accept private pay but I'm not 100% sure yeah before we you and I had conversations about day hub I mean you had been thinking about it I think for years oh for a long time um when I first started working in this field there was a day hub that I worked at and then it closed down and then I've worked at several um, of the day hubs and I just thought that there was a gap that we could fill for for our members some services that we could provide that they weren't able to provide yeah and and so we once we really started hearing that this really was a need I mean David Hamilton was on our last podcast and actually it was conversations with him that really pushed us to think, okay, we need to do this now. I mean, he had some kids that he was working with in the school district that were about to graduate. And the parents were like, we don't know where to send our kid. And it was kind of like, 
well, we have this thrift store building that is only being used a few days a week. I think we could maybe make better use of this building. And so we just went for it. Um, and we um, closed the thrift store down. And a few months later, we opened our doors. Um, so, and then shortly after we opened our doors, Esty came back on with us. So you had originally started in childcare. Um, and then I think you, at one point, were you working in both childcare and dayhab? I was, I was. So I was the childcare supervisor for a little bit and I was also just a, a regular dayhab employee. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you mind, I mean, thinking back to those beginning days, like what, what did our dayhab look like then? And, um, you know, how has it transitioned from that into what it is today? It's really crazy to think about it when we first started. We only had, I think, maybe four, maybe five people going at that time. And we could all just load up in like a, a little Savannah, go for a drive. Um, so crazy. We would go for drives. We'd go to the park. I think at that time we were doing Meals on Wheels maybe. But it's it's grown so much. It's crazy. Um, I think now typically we serve anywhere between... 23 to 30 on a really busy day. It's yeah. And it gets, <laughs> it gets crazy in there. I mean, we have, we've had to change it now, right, right where there's different groups. So kind of, if you don't mind walking through, like what does a typical day at, well, and maybe we should run it back a little bit. The name <laughs> of our day have is <laughs> the name of our day have is the hero house. So that stands for help, empower, respect, and opportunity. So, and I think we, we strive to do that every day. I think we, yeah. Um, but typically, a normal day for us is you get yourself a cup of coffee, you go sit down, you hang out with your friends. We do the morning news, kind of a lighter morning news. Um, and then our day is, we're, we're full, <laughs> full blast. We're going. So uh, we're on our outings. And we have, yeah, we have three different groups that are going. So there's always in and out. So I think uh, something that's important for our listeners is that we kind of envisioned, and correct me if I'm wrong, Christy, we didn't want it to be a place that members would just go and sit and fill the time throughout their day. We really wanted it to have purpose. And like you said, job skills, independent living skills. But what was really important too was that they were getting out into the community. We didn't want them going and sitting in a building. So you're talking about different outings. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, everybody has the opportunity to go somewhere every day. Yes, absolutely. Um, if it's not trying to promote health and wellness by going to the YMCA, it's our members being able to give back to their community by going to the food bank delivering meals on wheels or partnering with local businesses to gain job skills and for them to to have those connections. Yeah, because I think our mindset really at the ARC is that our members have something to contribute to society. I mean, we don't need to just set up a program for them to attend to, like I said, fill their day. They have so much to offer. So building those social skills, those um, employment skills so they can get out. But not only that, but so that people that maybe aren't around, people with disabilities can see and meet and get to know our members. Um, Inclusion, I think, is a big is a big part of what we strive to promote. And so when you 
when you go with our members out into the community, it gives them that opportunity to be included with people that don't have disabilities or people that have other disabilities. So it's really, I think going out in the community is really helping not only our members, but the pe- the other people in the community. At the building, you mentioned there's, you can grab a cup of coffee and have the morning news. What all do you talk about at the morning news? Yeah, so like I said, it's a, it's kind of our own version of the morning news. We'll talk about who's, what's the celebrity birthday, food of the day. We do a big word of the day. We do a movie quote. It's, it's a lot of fun. We really get into it. Um, we also do life skills. So we have the members help us cook lunch. Um, and we also have them doing life skills in the sense of like helping us clean after lunch. So, and that's really awesome. Yeah. And, and whenever we were talking about starting the day hub, I mean, we were looking at the different requirements and honestly, there's not a ton of requirements that the state puts on, um, providers to what you have to do in that day. And so we really wanted to go beyond the, the bare minimum, um, members, for other providers, they can bring their own lunches. And so typically that's what a day hub looks like. But we had talked about, we want our members to learn those independent living skills. So let's cook lunch every day. And I mean, y'all have an extensive menu. Um, we do get donations from a couple of places, don't we, on different different food items? We do, yeah. So um, I think so far we've partnered with Olive Garden, Red Lobster, Cheddar's, and now recently we've partnered with Starbucks. Oh, no way. Yeah. So y'all get some coffee beans or do you get pastries? So right now, yeah. So right now it's pastries and breakfast sandwiches and then the member's personal favorite, mine too, cake pops. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. And then of course the food bank. We volunteer there, but then we also get discounted items yeah. from the food bank. So um, that's really cool part of, I, I think, of our day hab is start to finish with meals, whether it's grocery shopping, going and picking up the donations to cooking the meals and then cleaning up the meals. Our members are part of every aspect of it, um, which is really cool to see. I mean, if anybody were to ever come in, which we welcome people at lunchtime or whatever, I mean, you can see our members are going to work. The The day have is their space. We're just kind of helping yeah. them with it. Yeah, it's it's really hands off. Um, it's, it's so crazy to see when we have members first come to watching them just blossom and thrive in this setting and they're able to take initiative and they, it really is just like a really close community of people. If they see somebody that maybe needs some help, all of our guys, they're not afraid to, to jump in and be like, Hey, like, I know how to do this. Yeah. Let me help you. It's awesome. What's a success story that you have of any of our members starting out? Maybe they were shy or quiet, um, to, like you said, blossoming into their own Mm -hmm. person. I would say that's having Alex in our program, watching her when she first came in to the friendships and the relationships that she's developed. And if she's ever missing, we have people who are like, Hey, where's, Where's Alex? They miss her, but she's she can do pretty much everything by herself. Um, she can do the laundry. She gets the laundry going. She'll let you know when it's done. She's like, we got to fold. She'll get the basket and she starts folding her laundry. So I would say that that's, that's super cool. But also encouraging our members to try things that are different. We have some members who come in and they're like, I can't stand salad. 
I don't like greens, don't like veggies, don't give them to me. And then now we'll have lunch and they're like, hey, can I get an extra helping of salad? Oh, yeah. And so that's super cool too. I think just giving them that opportunity to try something new. Yeah. Yeah. Christy, anybody you can think of uh, that's grown into their own person or maybe even somebody that started at the day hub that's off doing their own thing now that maybe has participating less days. That's something that we didn't mention is members can come one day, two days, five days, anywhere in between. So we did have a member who's not with us anymore. He he moved to a different town, but he had some some issues when he first came with, you know, anxiety and and anger and stuff. And he got into the routine, got to go in, wanted a job. So he applied for a job at Sonic. And before he moved, he was coming and he would check himself into the day hub. And when it was time for him to go to work, he would check himself out and walk to his job and work his shift and then walk back and check himself back in and very independent. And I think that when he first started, we didn't see that independence. And even though he was only there for a short time, it it developed very quickly. So that's who comes to mind for me. But Alex also, I mean, Alex transitioned from our child care program to our day hub program. So she's been in our program for many years and you, you can definitely see the growth in her, I think, because she's around the adults. Yeah. With that member that you're talking about, checking himself out and in, the convenient thing about the Hero House is it's just down the street from our main office. I mean, a short walk. And so, um, and then Sonic is in between. And so that member would leave the day hab, come check in with us at the at the office, which is really cool because you could see just how excited he was to do something independently and come and talk with us. He would check in on me whenever I was pregnant, like every day. I remember one time I wasn't feeling good and I was just going to stick it out and stay up at the office. And he was like, you, you need to go home. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. And it, he almost gave me that permission that I needed to take care of myself, which I just really valued all the times that I think our members just love us so well I mean we do our best to love them and care for them but they're just I mean exponentially more I think it's definitely a family it is yeah now you miss it huh of course I do (laughs) oh my gosh I yeah I I very much do by the way we have um I'm a co-owner at a coffee shop here in town and our day hab at the ARC, we are paying them to come pick up our rags and do our laundry. So that's been a really cool partnership that I've gotten to do, you know, stepping away from the ARC a little bit and yet still be involved. It's really cool to see them helping us out. So we also um, volunteer and help some of the local flower shops make deliveries when they're in their busy season. So that's another opportunity for the Hero House to donate their time and volunteer their time, but also learn some skills, whether it's people skills or, you know, delivery skills or just something for them to do. And it helps out another local business. Yeah. Or two. And and I I think too about that is, you know, maybe those businesses or the people that work at those businesses have never been around with somebody with disabilities and you know, employment is so important to our members, um, getting to contribute to society and 
make money for them to spend. And the more connections that we have with businesses, the better opportunity down the road it's going to be for somebody to hire one of our members or not one of our members, but somebody with disabilities that maybe they wouldn't have been comfortable around or whatever. Another way that we want to just help and empower our members is to maybe reinforce some of those healthy habits and skills that they learn. So we developed the, the arc buck. Um, and so at the end of every day, they get to cash in on all of the maybe healthy choices that they made, conscious decisions that maybe were having them think about other people. And when you have enough of those, you can cash those in and you get to go, maybe we'll buy you lunch. Maybe we're going to go to the movies or maybe we're just going to go out. And it's just something kind of fun, something different from the normal routine. And they always look forward to it. I think just this past week we went to the movies. It was very fun. We went to go see How to Train Your Dragon and they came back and they were just like, that was the best movie I've ever seen. They were like, that's so good. So yeah, really, really cool. Yeah. And maybe an outing to Trump, all outings. We just got an exciting announcement that we can't wait to share with everybody. Who wants to say it? Christy, Esty, Christy, uh, Esty. I'll say it. Esty's very excited. I'm so excited. I can't. Okay, what so. Is what is it? What is it? <laughs> we decided that in September of 2022, we're going to we're gonna take a, a group of members to go to Disney World. Disney. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so exciting. I mean, I heard this earlier today, and I freaked out a little bit. Just, Just a little. It. Yeah. Oh gosh, I mean, because yeah. we had talked about that years ago years ago and kind of just never happened and we kind of forgot about it a little bit and then it just popped back up we had somebody approach us Shelly Cunningham right yeah so I don't even know how it happened but I mean just kind of sitting there and it was just like hey like we should do something really crazy it's like this pandemic really kind of took it out of you and I was like we need to do something to just like shake it off and like just keep moving and I was like why don't we go to Disney I was like that's crazy and I was like we can do it and then yeah somebody mentioned Shelly Cunningham and she was like it's totally doable Esty you were the one responsible for this idea she was you (laughs) could totally take credit if it was you my gosh like I need to high five (laughs) yes yeah I was I was very um Man, and that's what I love about you and Christy and all really all of our staff is that y'all dream big and you want to give our members the best. Like it kind of makes me emotional. Like, yeah, let's shake off this pandemic. Let's give our members something that they deserve and yeah, do something crazy because why not? I mean, you only live once. I hate that phrase. Man, I don't ever say that. But here I am on a podcast. It's going to be here forever. YOLO. <laughs> uh. But you know what? Like our members do deserve the best. And yeah, crazy ideas like that. So how fitting is it that our day have supervisor thought of that? That's awesome. You're not thinking inside of the box. I mean, you went outside of the box, outside of Texas. Like we are <laughs> Way going <out> there. big. <laughs> so exciting. So yeah, Shelly Cunningham, who... For, I mean, I went to Disney with a trip that she planned whenever I was at McNeil. Because she took Brett to Disney too. So. Christy's son, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, the fact that she's going to help us get there for an affordable amount. Um, and also something that we'll just 
throw this in here, see how many people are really listening to the podcast. We're going to donate some, if not all of the funds raised at Texoma Gives to going towards our members to help them get to Disney for an affordable cost. So we can't wait to announce that on our Facebook. But yeah, how many of you are listening? <laughs> Share the word. Texoma Gives Money is going to help our members go to Disney. We have different people that are listening, people that have volunteered with us. We have parents, we have members, and then we also have people that are just learning about the ARC. What ways can people help our day hab? Yeah, there's there's so many different ways. It's not just, I think a lot of people think of giving and you think I have to monetary, but I mean, you can give your time too. So if there's something that you're passionate about and you would love to come and speak to our guys, we're we're always open to that. We've had um, physical therapists come. We've had um, life coaches come and just kind of give us like some, hey, like if you're ever feeling this extreme emotion, like maybe this is a way that you can channel it in a more constructive way. So, so many different people have come. Wellness people, yeah. One of our regulars, sorry, um, Carson from Balance Yoga. I mean, she is a dedicated volunteer that we just appreciate her so much. And she'll come and do yoga with our members. And then also they'll live stream it on our member Facebook page. So those not even at our day have get to participate, which is so cool. And it's it's so cool to, to see the relationships that form between our members. We have... We have one. We love him. (laughs) We love them all. But he will make it a point. He knows that it's the first Thursday of every month that Miss Carson comes and he'll let you know. He's like, guys, we have to hurry and eat our lunch because Carson's coming. So we have to get ready to do yoga. (laughs) Yes. And then we have even volunteers that just come, maybe not even coming to speak or coming to do a certain task, but they're just coming to be with our members and just build friendships. So, I mean, we value all volunteers, any and all volunteers. Um, Yeah, but I know something that's really helpful is those that are, hey, I'm going to come every Wednesday during lunch or whatever it might be. Um, we, We always can use the help of volunteers. Absolutely, always. Another thing is I can add the link in the podcast info. We have an Amazon wish list, don't we? Yes, we do. So I think we have it for for all of our other programs as well. But um, yeah, there's there's all sorts of things on there. We have different just like craft activity items. There's also some sensory friendly items on there for some of our guys. So yeah, yeah, definitely take a look. And we always take things too. If people don't have time to volunteer or don't have time to get on Amazon. If you're at Sam's and you want to pick up some extra paper towels or toilet paper or cleaning supplies, art supplies, we're always um, welcome to take that kind of stuff too. Yes, absolutely. So last year we got the Impact 100 grant. Um, We were the first recipients of their grant. Um, Really exciting. And the vision was to expand our day hab. So if you don't mind sharing a little bit about what that would look like or is going to look like, because we got the funds and it's happening. Yes. So um, we ended up getting uh, the building next door. And so they have a really beautiful um, like yard space. And so I think we've been talking about we want to hold on to that and we want to make that a place where the members can go and just kind of like a chill zen place but also make a garden out of that and we're in the process of doing some composting in anticipation of our garden Um, but we were also talking about expanding and having an additional building 
where we can have classrooms and so they can do life skills and they can do more of those opportunity they can have more opportunities that we just don't have the space for right now yeah because like you said I mean some days we have 30 members so hopefully being able to add to how many members we can serve but yeah just spreading it out a little bit because it can get a little crazy in there even if we are broken up into groups or there's a entire group gone on an outing Mm -hmm. um so yeah expanding that building and like you said the garden space oh it's so exciting that it's actually happening I think I think I was just up at the office and I think I heard Anthony um getting a call about a demolition bid. So, I mean, things are moving, things are happening. It's definitely slower than what we had hoped for because of COVID. Um, But Impact 100 has been so gracious and great to work with. I mean, they gave us the funds, but they still are checking in on us. And um, I feel like it's become a friendship with them. I mean, it wasn't just a one-time deal. So yeah, Impact 100, if you haven't heard about them, um, women give a thousand dollars a year and the whole group picks, they vote on an organization to give, um, one large grant to. So, um, yeah, shout out to our friends at impact 100. They're great. And we can't wait to use those funds and in the full vision for expanding our day hub. Ladies, thank y'all so much for coming on today. I had fun talking with you, my fellow ARC staff members. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening in. Included in the podcast info is a link to our Amazon wishlist and a link to our Texoma Gives pledge form. Every dollar donated through Texoma Gives will be doubled up to $15,000 thanks to one of our donors. Join us next time as I talk with a friend of mine who has gone from our self-advocacy group, People First, to now co-directing the statewide organization, Texas Advocates. As always, be good to yourself.